0: well good evening my fellow travelers in the course of love here we are another wednesday night and as we all know this is time to come together there's no set time if we finish what we need to dialogue at nine quarter after whatever we just say good night have a good night there's no structure when well the only structure is what we are doing is following Please mute your phones for now. I'd appreciate that. Thank you. I was going to make that announcement. <laughs> so, as I started to say, there is sort of a structure. We, do, we have chose to read from A Course of Love. And, you know, you can share on that and whatever comes up as the re- result of the reading. Um, you know, you can discuss the paragraph or what you felt, or just something that invokes the feeling that invokes something within you that says, you know, I want to share this. So free dialogue, no script. And um, let me just take this opportunity to say good evening to whoever joined us. Hello. Hello, Paula.
1: Hello, Hello.
0: everyone. Charles is here.
2: (laughs) Welcome, welcome, welcome. You and he
0: said you'd be here, and here you are. We're waiting for to do. Amen. So good to meet you on Monday. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, it was nice.
2: I'm waiting for my time to make an announcement before I get into
0: All right. I'm just going through the uh, ritual of, you know, starting the call. Yeah, you go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So as I said. We are currently in the first treatise, the treatise on the art of thought, and we read up to, what did we read up to last week? Hold on. Four, chapter four, the center of the universe, and we read up to 414. So I'll just read that, and then we read a paragraph each. And when we each had a turn to read a paragraph, we'll stop, and we could opine on whether what something evoked, you know, a sharing moment from what we read, or something within that you feel you need to bring forth. The floor is open, and if we need to, at some point, we'll read more paragraphs. But no, eight, ten—it's uh, just free flow. That's how we're rolling these days. And I think it's been working very well. And I do expect Reverend Bill, I was on a call with him today. He didn't say that he was not going to be here. Just give me a second and I'll be right back. Okay. Still catching my breath from my walk. Okay. So, that said, I just want to announce who we have with us so far. We have Judy, Charles, Yvonne, and Lana. I have the tones on, so nobody could sneak up on us. (laughs) Anyway, I'll shut them after a while. All right, Charles, do you want to make your announcement? Then I'll do a centering prayer, and we'll get going. How's that?
2: If that works well with you, thank you. Uh, I'd just like to... And I'd like to make an announcement that I am now um, removing myself from any classroom structured reading as far as uh, the course of love or course in miracles. In that case, but I will be dropping in to spontaneously share and to listen and to join in with the sharing. But I will not I' have committed myself to a different learning now. And her name is Mary Reed, and so Mm -hmm. I find myself drawn to totally focus myself in that direction. But uh, it's my springboard off from where I am right now.
3: But Mm -hmm. I thought I'd
2: make that announcement. So if you don't see Monday, Monday, Tuesdays, or Wednesdays, or whenever, then uh, I've Mm -hmm. my prior commitments. Thank you. That's my announcement.
0: I, I, you know, we're all on our own journey. And whatever calls to you, that's where you have to be. So go in peace and enjoy. And when you're welcome to join with us anytime you feel moved to.
2: Thank you. That's why I'm here. Thank you.
0: Yes, Charles. I'm so happy for you because I could feel your just joyful energy as you were sharing that. So I'm just thrilled for you. God bless you on your way.
2: Yes. Amen. Thank you.
0: You will be missed, but you're, you're you're you are where you're supposed to be, and as He tells us that in the course of love, you are where you are supposed to be at this exact moment in your journey. Enjoy it.
4: Oh, absolutely, Charles. Oh. I just want to I just want to add, good for you. Oh
2: man, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I also, if anybody wants to start a reading book on book of oneness <laughs> and the journey into oh, oneness, that's, wait, those wait, two oh, books. R- R- I'm right into it. I'm loving it.
4: Wait, Rasha's book? By
2: Rasha, oh. yeah, by Rasha.
4: Oh, oneness. The first oh, my edition? God.
0: Or, wait, wait, there's two. She wrote one a couple of years ago, more than a couple. The oneness? The one I'm in. Oneness. She had one. There's. Yeah, I, the I, I, I'm in a very intimate, closed group. We've been reading. We're almost done with Rasha, but
4: I heard she oh, put out another book.
2: The journey. Are to you mind. starting
4: one, Charles? Are you starting a?
2: I'm putting up, 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 out. With I'm putting oneness? it out. I'm putting it out there to the universe, and I'm allowing the universe to, to guide that. Um, because it's very much aligned with my courses I'm going into with, with Mary Reed. It, it goes right along yeah. with the same. Yes, it does for yeah. me,
4: too. So I, that's why I'm inquiring, because you can put me on the list, the universe, well, this part of the universe has just responded. Okay, I think that's awesome. You. I love it. I'm in. Yeah,
0: you know, I I, I just want to add here,
4: um, the group that
0: I'm in with, and I said, it's a very intimate closed group, like four of us. The three have read Oneness because it came out, I think in the, about 20 years ago or so. This yeah. newer edition is basically the same, but it's more of an autobiographical bi- biography. She's added more to it as, as part of as her journey. And mm-hmm. it is a journey. It is a fantastic journey. And it really mm-hmm. is a mind blower. <laughs> yes. So enjoy. Enjoy. And I mean that literally and physically.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, if you ever yeah, get a chance we... to look at Mary Reed's video on YouTube, uh huh, she's quite the beautiful. She she studied six years at the nunnery over at the, um, at the uh, over in the Far East there, uh huh, in the Himalayas, and uh, she's come back uh-huh. to share what she's learned. So, right. and to me, in Masters of the Far East, uh, she's just right yeah. up my alley. My uh, too. <laughs> So she's, she's my devotion right now. She's going to be my little guru at the moment. <laughs> Good to you.
0: Good
1: to
2: yeah. you. Thank I'm you.
0: I'm happy, happy to your child. Thank okay. you. Okay. So Amen. now that you made the announcement, I just wanted to let us get centered, calm down, relax, take a few breaths. And let's just remember to keep our phones muted when we're not speaking because it's hard, you know, on a telephonic conference, every little sound vibrates, you know. So and as we know, the courtesy of, you know, not stepping on someone's toes when they're speaking, allow them to finish. And when you're finished speaking, say complete so the floor is open for other people to jump right in. Not jump, you know, participate, <laughs> jump right in, anyway. So that's the etiquette that we use on teleconferences um okay i think i did my household chores and now i will say so let's just close our eyes relax a little bit and hear these words oh and i'll say good evening
5: good evening
3: hi Here are, good. The,
0: the, the dynamic hi. duo <laughs> We've been waiting. Are you
5: both reading? I will be. Gloria, what do you think?
1: Um, I will try because of my eye. I still oh, adapt him. But yeah, okay. I have right. Maybe I can do it. If all I right, can do right. it,
0: I'll I let you know. Okay, great. Very good. I just went through the usual You know, and uh, we have Yvonne joining us tonight, and Lana, Charles, and Judy, uh, and Reverend Bill Glory, and myself. So, uh, we all know where we are in the first treaties, the treaties on the art of thought, we're in chapter 4, the center of the universe. And we'll be starting with 415. Okay? So, I was just going to settle us in some. You know, just to get us centered and clear our minds, relax into the moment. Let the past go, but don't even go into the future. Just try to live in the moment, and let's enjoy each other and listen closely because we all have a message within, and it's a message to be shared. God talks to us. Holy Mary talks to us. The Holy Spirit, Jesus. Let's listen, really listen. So, here we go. God is present in every person and every experience. The spirit of harmony, order, and understanding is at work in every situation. Love and peace are established in our lives. And to this I say, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Okay. Okay. Reading again, we've got Judy, Amen. Judy, Charles, Yvonne, Lana, Reverend Bill, and hopefully Gloria. So, I'll just back this up a little. into 14. Kind of asked us a lot of questions going forward about responsibility. And we got very deep into that last week. Again, I tell you, to pull... Your call to respond rather than to be responsible. How can you be free to respond when your thinking remains tied to responsibility? Do you think the Creator is responsible for what was created? Do you think of the Creator in a way it is to think of the creator, creator with the upside down thinking of the ego mind? Is this not the kind of thinking that has caused you to blame God for what you have labeled bad, as well as to praise God for what you have labeled good? Would not this kind of a creator be odds with the concept of free will? Dude, do you want to jump on to fifteen? I'm not here. Start us off.
4: Yes, but for a creator not to respond to what has been created. This would indeed be a travesty. This would be antithetical to the laws of creation. This would be antithetical to love. Charles?
2: Thank you. My request to you to choose a miracle is but a request to you to hear creation's response to who you are. What might such a response sound like feel like, look like. It is a response of pure appreciation and love. It is always available. It is the gift given in everything you look upon and see without the obstacle of the ego's mind's interpretation. Thank you.
0: Lana? No, no, excuse me, Yvonne.
6: Okay, Paula, thanks. Let us speak a moment of this interpretation. That each of you interprets what you see, read, hear, smell, and touch differently must mean something. What you have decided that this means is that you are an independent thinker. Something you prize. Some of you will accept another's interpretation and meaning if it is helpful to you, saves you time or seems in accord with your own views. Others of you feel it necessary to interpret everything on your own. <laughs> Whatever uh, without further discussion, you would see interpretation and response quite similarly. And this would, but lead to a continuation of beliefs in different forms of the truth.
0: Moana, <laughs> uh, four, eighteen. The art mm-hmm. of thought. The art of thought is being taught here in order to prev- prevent just such a conclusion. The truth is the truth, and not dependent upon your definition of it. A response is not an interpretation. A response is an expression of who you are rather than of what you believe something else to be. Mr. Bill?
5: You who have thought that your interpretation of events and feelings has given them their meaning, think again. Their meaning exists already and it is not up to you to determine. This is not your responsibility. You who have thought that your interpretation of situations and the feelings they have aroused have defined, defined who you are, think again. Be willing to apply the art of thought rather than the thinking of the ego mind. Interpretation but gives you opinions about those things that you experience. Response reveals the truth to you because it reveals the truth of
0: you. Laurean, we'll you feel like reading? Yep. Yep.
1: Okay, Go ahead. Uh, We'll try the joy you have thought has come to you from an interpretation that is uniquely your own. It's as nothing compared to you, to the joy that will come to you from a response that is uniquely you, but you must give up your pension for interpretation before you can learn to respond. I realize that this will concern, concern you while you continue not to realize. I'm sorry, Mr. I realize that this will concern you while you continue to not realize the difference between response and interpretation. The only way for this concern to have the chance To leave you is for you to begin the practice, the art of thought, and thus begin to learn the different paths.
0: Thank you. If someone's joined us, would you like to announce and possibly read? Good evening. Okay. Obviously not. So, okay. So we read some pretty powerful paragraphs. I mean, a lot of it spoke to me and my conditioned mind when it's not being when I'm not being my authentic self. And I know when I'm not being my authentic self. So, anything else? Anybody want to raise? I'm going to shut the tones off while we're doing this.
2: Yes, Charles here, if I may. Um, what rose for me is the, the essence of being the fragrance of a flower. Uh, it's, the flower, through its essence, sends off a, ra- a fragrance, and as you walk by it, you experience the fragrance of that flower. And it's almost like each flower is unique in its fragrance, it expresses From the genuine, whatever arises from within that flower, and it does not uh, say, "Look at me! I'm more beautiful. I'm more genuine. I'm more brilliant. I'm more happier. I'm better than the other flowers in the garden." It just shares and its fragrance mixes and blends with all the other flowers, and the orchestration of the aroma and the togetherness of the fragrances, the richness of what arises from deep within the earth through the flower and fills the air. That's what I heard when I was reading that, was the idea the ego needs to dress things up to make things look as if something is special about this one little thing, rather than just really... See the unification of what's being expressed. So thank you for allowing me to share. I'm complete.
3: Mm,
0: that was beautiful, Charles. Thank you.
4: That was, thank you, was, Charles. That was beautiful. Charles.
0: Thank you so much. Uh, this is Lana. Um, I had kind of a similar experience, only only different. <laughs> um, I was seeing um a sunset. And what I noticed was um, just a beautiful sunset. You know, when there's pinks and yellows, and and a few, and the and the lights kind of reflecting on the clouds and the water. Maybe it's a sunset over the water. Um, but anyway, anyhow, what I noticed was a re- was a response from my heart. I wasn't looking at the sunset and saying. Um, you know, oh, it would be better if that cloud was just a little bit to the left or the right or if the sun wasn't quite as low in the water. You know, it was just, I was just beholding it. I was just beholding it. And once Jesus says, told me that to behold is to perceive without judgment. And it was just accepting it as is. Without any interpretation, and then waiting and seeing how my being responds to it, just responds to it, and and um, it made my heart sing. It just makes my heart sing whenever I see beauty anywhere, um, however I see it. You know, it's um, it's kind of just an embracing it. Um, adjoining it, uh, just um, a unity with it. It's it's not an interpretation. Now I'm not saying there aren't things that I do interpret. <laughs> lots of those too, but there's certain things that I allow to be what they are, and the idea of interpreting or even thinking that it should be different than it is. It doesn't even enter my mind, but I do feel um, a loving response, but it's not anything of the thinking mind. It's a response of the heart, or you could say the heart joined with the mind, but I don't experience any thinking at all. It's just more of a response to, a loving response to it. So, anyhow, that's my two cents. (laughs) I'm complete.
3: That's
5: beautiful,
2: Mm Lana.
0: Thank
5: you. I love that. I love the word
2: beholding. Beautiful. Thank you. Mm. Thank
5: you, Lana. And thank you, Charles. Both of those descriptions uh, are just wonderful. Uh, uh, Speaking to, simply being and accepting and recognizing that opportunity to respond from that place. That's great. Thank you. I'm complete.
0: Yeah. Thank thank
5: you. Thank you, Reverend Bell. This
0: is Paula. Before you people came out, I was telling Judy that I had just gone through a physical, mental, ego storm that really knocked me for a loop. And it was a lot of emotions and a lot of feelings coming up and a lot of interpretations. ...ego interpretations of what's going on around me... projecting into the future with fear... ...doubt... ...and then one minute later... ...sitting down and trying to catch my breath... ...see the beauty... ...what's going on in my life right now... ...not going to the ego's interpretation of gloom and doom and fear... ...but to see it as an opportunity an opportunity to go in and to find that response within not without. It's been a roller coaster the last week or so. I won't even get into all the details. But it has me in a in a frenzy you might no, not even a frenzy. And one moment I'm up, the next moment I'm somewhere lost in my mind. And it's been difficult, but I will tell you, having the opportunity to share it, share my feelings, is... I stand, I stand in gratitude for all oh, of this, this night. I was looking forward to for this meeting because I know I been really... And that there's few other, another group that I feel I can really express. So, I really appreciate all of you and I know you all have moments like that I'm sure through your journeys and you feel very lost and start to doubt yourself even if you spirituality you know like who am I kidding look at me I'm dancing around in the muck <laughs> but I found a way to get out of it. I stopped laughing. Someone might think I'm losing my mind. And that's what I want to do is lose the mind that's driving me crazy. And just go into my heart. And when I start feeling that calm in my heart center and I settle down. And take a few deep breaths. I feel God. I feel Mother Mary holding me. I feel the warmth and the strength of Jesus. And I ask. I just sit in gratitude and say, thank you. Thank you. And that keeps me straight and narrow and on point. So, thank you, my fellow travelers. Thank you for letting me share that.
2: I'm complete. Oh, Paula, thank you so
4: beautiful, much for sharing that. That is awesome, honey.
2: That's so, so, so rich. Thank you so much.
4: It is. Thank you,
2: Paula. I just
0: appreciate you so much of you be feeling comfortable to to be authentically you, however that
4: goes up.
0: And I appreciate you being there for me when it when I need to be authentic and it doesn't meet my spiritual pictures, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, this I am as God has created me, and this is what it looks like now, you know. So, like we were saying the other night. Um, right. Thank you. <laughs> and, you know, there's this one line that I had highlighted a while ago, and I'm looking down on it the book, and it's in 18. A response is an expression of who you are. Rather than of what you believe something else to be. That kind of sparked in me. Response reveals the truth to you because it reveals the truth of you. And that's what I've been doing, responding. Not in, you know, getting away from the interpretation of my ego mind, just responding to what was going on around me. Good, bad, and indifferent. And that's where the strength came because I realized who I am. The truth, my authentic self. So thank you again. That's gorgeous. I know for me, you know, can um, make up an identity, an ego identity, a spiritual ego, just as much as I can make up an ego identity that um, makes me feel unworthy. And this spiritual identity, I can respond to in a way of disappointment or, you know, I have this this ideal of what I should be all the time, 24-7, in my behavior and in my actions and in my thinking. And, um, you know, sometimes I can get caught up in that, and then of course start attacking myself for not measuring up. And of course that's no more real than any other identity I make up. That's just a lot of foolishness. I can just tell you who I am right here and right now, and that's all I know. That's all I know, and um, and to respond um, to it rather than to react in that, to it. Um, and Jesus told me once that the bravest thing I ever do is to react with react to fear with love. It's the bravest thing I ever do. And so, you know, I have to trust my heart and my mind now joined with it in a way I've never done before. You know, right here, right now. This is, this is it. <laughs> I'm complete.
2: Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs>
5: That's so Thank beautiful. You, Thank,
3: you. Thank
5: you. Thank you. I'll tell you that I'm as I'm hearing this sharing, I I just hear the expression, the the complete freedom of uninhibited, just simply sharing what is here, what is to be shared, what is, and what is to be received in what we're hearing that inspires me inspires me onward to looking and discovering and seeing those experiences that are just rooted in being. On a daily basis, um, in the morning I take a dog out for a walk through the fields of a riverbed that's now filled with water for the first time in a long time. But just looking at the mountains, looking at the, how green and how the green is moving in, beginning to dry out since we haven't had rain recently. But I just experience the beauty and the wholeness and just accept it all as it is. And there's just being there with that and, and the feeling that I have in there. Me is what that's what was coming up as I was hearing each of you share your different experiences, your different means of simply being open and sharing. And it's wonderful.
2: Thank you. I'm complete. Yeah. Amen. Thank you, Reverend Bill. Oh, thank
0: you. Mm -hmm. What did we learn in the courses? Miracles? Giving and receiving on one and the same, <laughs> mm-hmm. the oneness of us. <laughs> and Charles is yeah. talking about this book that he's involved, oneness.
2: Oneness,
3: yeah.
0: Yeah, it is a great read. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I highly
2: suggest it
0: for everyone. It's by Rasha.
2: Yeah. I wonder if I can oneness. share an experience of a response. I'm sorry, I didn't say complete yet.
0: Yeah, I'm done.
2: Sorry, but I should wait. That's one of my disciplines I need to hold back until I feel another one is complete and they're sharing. Oh. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for your patience with me. Um, I, I had a response today that was so... Oh, it was so wonderful that um, my daughter... I called my daughter and she explained to me that she had a, a nut on the back of her wheel that was cross-threaded. And she explained all the difficulties that come from that. And so we went over the different different solutions she has and I come up to the she and said, you know, something's going to come along and it's going to be okay. It's all going to work itself out. You know, and I think you're at that point now that you're aware of it, so I'm sure things will work itself out. And so here I am, one who is concerned with the safety of my daughter and the safety of everything else. And so as I'm sinking into my meditation and getting calmer and quieter and stillness, I feel a sense of inner quiet and inner calm. Mm -hmm. Here comes that response. As that goes into that moment of inner response to my feelings about my daughter. I felt that calmness, that stillness, that quietness. And I said, thank you. It is done. I felt that response. And I was able to rest knowing and the calmness, heart-centeredness of being that it was all taken care of. However it may play itself out, I thank God for that experience. And that was the response, however it may play itself out, I thank God for the experience of being here and sharing that life experience with my daughter. Well, that was the response I received. And thank you for allowing me to share it because Mm -hmm. it really demonstrated to me uh, the the word word love truly is found. Thank you.
0: That was great,
2: Charles.
0: You know, that mirrors. If you look at paragraph 16 that we just read, I have it highlighted. What you just said, would you read paragraph 16, Charles?
2: Okay. I'll get my glasses on here. Um, 16. My request to you to choose a miracle is but a request to you to hear creation's response to who you are. What might such a response sound like, feel like, look like? It is a response of pure appreciation and love. It is always, always available. It is a gift given in everything you look upon and see without the obstacle of the ego's mind interpretation. Ah, Thank you, thank you. Yes. Yeah. That's
0: exactly your experience.
2: Amen.
0: That's the miracle. Choose the miracle. They're there all the time. And that's what I basically have been doing. Like you, stepping back, taking my hands off the wheel, and putting in the situation or whatever in the hands of God, and accepting whatever's to be will be. And I say, thank you with gratitude, love, appreciation. And I've had miracles. And, you know, I was talking to a friend about it. She's not a student, but she's, you know, she's Catholic and she has a, a religion. We talk a lot. But she's not like a, I'd say, a devote, but she, you know, anyway. So I would tell her about, a situation, and I call her up. and I said, you know what happened? Bah, bah, bah. And look how it turned out. It was so great. Twice in one day. Just a different situation. And she said, so the next day when I was talking to her, she said, well, she's got something in her life going on that's you know, driving her crazy. She said, you know, I sat there after we spoke, and I heard what you said, and I said, I have to listen to what Paul is saying and accept. So it's like, you know, we don't realize in our sharing, your friendship through anyway, that we're, we're, we're helping, we're giving. And my, my trials and tribulations are what I'm going through, and then I tell them what had, the outcome came. That was, to me, a miracle. She was feeling it. She was like, you know, what's the word? Like putting her faith in God again. Kind of had lost it. So we are, in ourselves, miracle workers, you might say. You know? In our relationship with all our brothers and sisters. Yeah, I was so happy to hear her say that. I'm really complete this time.
2: Amen.
3: <laughs> 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 <Him. laughs> you know,
0: I think I am too. Until someone shares something, there's something in my mind, and I want to share that. <laughs> We're all just bouncing off each other, <laughs> bunch of light bulbs. You know, and that's the miracle that we can share these deep-felt feelings, and here we are laughing. And, you know, geez, Jesus always said, be happy learners. <laughs> Yvonne, are you still with us, sweetie? You want to jump in on this?
6: I'm I'm still with you, but, you know, I want to follow the protocol and not jump in. So I've been waiting for everybody. Come in. on, jump on in.
2: water's <laughs> <laughs> <Wire's> great. <laughs>
6: <laughs> well, actually, there's a couple of things. Uh, first of all, I was just prompted to get on the call tonight um, for a reason, uh, because I, I need it. I, I need that, uh, that companion or closeness or oneness tonight, because me, too, like everybody else, like you, Paula, I've been caught up in a lot of my own interpretations and the way I, you know, way i see the world is the way I, the world is and so on in a lot of different ways and um i was so i was so what was seemed to me that i had been in this period for a little while and i was today i was kind of breaking down saying you know god you, i have you i have i need help here i need to get out of this state that i'm in i can't be this way anyway and um all of a sudden a little bit Later today, I realized that I have a cat that's dying, and he's okay, you know. I mean, he's he's all right, uh, but I, I know he's dying. And right away, that got me out of my quote-unquote state. And, of course, here I am now for the, all day just paying attention to this cat, working with him and making sure he goes to the bathroom, trying to feed him and so on. And uh, now, you know, this is beautiful. It's just, this is, what was, this is what I needed something to shake me out of my own ego. And uh, obviously, this kind of thing really does it. <laughs> then the mm-hmm. other thing was what you were saying, Paula, about friends. This happened to me, too, a couple of days ago. Uh, while I'm still in my egocentric mind, my friend, um, Myra, she was telling me, how much I mean to her and how she's from uh, El Salvador and she was visiting home uh, for a while and being with her mother and so on. So she was telling me how important it was for me because now that she was, she's back now, now she's in El Salvador, everything would come to her. Oh, that's why Yvonne said that. Oh, that's what Yvonne said I should do. Oh, and she kept telling me all different things about how she remembered what i 'd said. And And I was so taken by it that, again, it hit me. You know, I started to cry. I I do a lot of crying for some reason. (laughs) I started to cry. And I said, oh, my goodness, Myra, you you don't know what that means to me. I really need to hear that right now because this has taken me out of a space where, you know, I don't need to be. So anyway, it's like that, right? You never know when there's something that comes to uh, any situation that arises that's going to allow me, you know, to to be in the moment and to be mm-hmm. true to who I am and, and, and just be true, period. So, anyway, that's it. I'm glad I'm here because I, my husband, Paul, he's away. And usually, whenever things happen with the cats, he's away. <laughs> it just works that way <laughs> for some reason. I don't know. It just is that way. Uh, so, anyway, here I am, but I'm very content and very happy I've got Creamy with me here. And he's... He's good, but I don't know how long, if he'll be around for a few days or not. But anyway, that's where we are, and everything is beautiful. So I just wanted to share oh. that. Thank you.
0: Oh, Yvonne, mm-hmm. so great beautiful. to see you. Hey. Yeah. Oh, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Thank well, you. Thank you, Yvonne.
6: This is, this is life, you know. Life's living no up. coincidence. No coincidence that you're here. You were meant to be here this evening. I know, of I, course. Something called yeah. me. So I had prompted to get on the call tonight, so there mm-hmm. we go.
3: Mhm.
6: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Let me welcome someone who's come on. I heard someone join our call. If they'd like to announce, we'd appreciate hearing who you are. Uh, yeah, this
5: is Miguel. I just joined mm-hmm. you up late. Oh, Hello, Miguel. hi, Miguel. Yeah, hi,
0: Miguel. We have. Yeah, we've been. We, we read through the. You know, chapter four. We read. From last week, 15 okay. to, we read up to um, 20. 21. 20. 20. Yeah. yeah, 20. 20. Yeah,
2: we're...
0: yeah. so you. that's has been, but we've been really just wholeheartedly sharing. So, but that's what we did this evening.
5: Thank
0: you.
4: So. <sighs> Judy, you're quiet tonight. Oh, I have just been absolutely absorbing everything everyone has been sharing tonight. And the feelings that I have been experiencing are just pure love. Mm -hmm. Everything that was shared tonight hit me right in my heart center. And I'm just feeling very, very relaxed and calm right now and uh, relating to everything everybody said. One thing that stood out for me for myself is that I have not been very diligent in terms of sitting down and meditating on a regular basis recently, and I'm realizing that I've miss- I'm missing it.
3: Uh-huh.
0: I, um,
4: what was that?
0: Someone has to mute. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wow,
1: that just me wow. out of my place. Wow, Sounds that like a car
4: struck horn. <laughs> I don't know what that, I don't know what it was, but it, yeah, that's what it sounded like. Oh. I um like Charles when you were sharing at the beginning about the flowers, and the the actually it was the um, you were comparing the the flowers to the sense of response. And I really felt that. And I have experienced that in meditation, in fact. And I remember uh, sitting... I know I was in the house, and I know that I wasn't around any flowers. And yet, in the meditation, the most gorgeous scent, I smelled it. I had no idea where it came from, but there it was. And another time, I remember I was, uh, again, in a meditation, and I felt this gentle breeze across my face. And again... I had no idea where it came from. There was absolutely nothing going on. Everything was quiet and still in the house. So I don't know where this all came from. Um, The only sense I could make out of it was perhaps it came from nothingness or the invisible or whatever. Anyway, I do know that it was the most exquisite experience, and I know just how how I felt about it. And for me, my feelings about everything mean everything to me. It's not anything that I want to think about. I mean, there are things that I don't want to think about. I just want to feel how I feel about everything. Because once I start thinking about things, and I'm into judgment and interpretation and all that other yucky stuff, so I just like to feel how I'm feeling. And that's pretty much the way I've been going through the week. And I have to tell you, it's been a very, <clears throat> it's been a very calm, very pleasant week. Um, I'm finding that my responses to my husband have been completely different i no longer thinking about anything. I'm just kind of experiencing the here and the now and the present, and I am just feeling very calm. It's, it's like I don't, it's, I don't care what happens, okay? The truth is I don't really care what happens. I am just feeling so peaceful and so content and so at ease within my own skin that somehow nothing else really seems to matter. It just simply doesn't. And I, I guess I find that kind of amazing in a way. <clears throat> Pardon me, I got a little froggy in my throat or something. <clears> throat> and anyway, Vaughn, I had, we had three kitties, and the same thing happened with each three of us. They were all, all three of them were rescue kitties, and that happened over a period of five years. We lost one, then the, then the next one, and then the last one. And each time they. All three died of the same thing. It was all kidney failure. And so I knew what to expect after the first one, but I remember how horrible I felt. I remember those feelings, and it was just awful. And the love that I felt towards the kitty when he was on his last legs and so on and so forth, and it's just it's heartbreaking. It is. Our pets are so special. So all I can say is that I really feel what you're going through. I've been there, so I really get it. Um... Oh, I don't know. I, I guess that's about all I have to share right now. I'm just feeling really peaceful, and I'm glad I am. And Paula, when you were sharing earlier about what you were going through, it took me back as I started to <clears throat> express to you um, earlier on before before the call started, and that over a period of ten months, I went through my my um, mother being hospitalized and resuscitated. She had a DNR, but they lost it for some reason. And then my daughter coming home, she lived down in Florida at the time, coming home diagnosed with cancer. And then uh, a couple of months later, my dad went into the hospital with heart failure. And (laughs) so it was, you know, it was like all of a sudden I got so busy that I had no time to breathe. I had no time to even be myself. Uh, being the only child and the only parent to my daughter and the only child to my parents at the time, everything fell on me to do everything. And it was not an easy trek through that, but I knew what I had to do, and I just did it. And when it was all over, my daughter finally, you know, had the operation and she had the tumor removed. Um, My mom was resuscitated but was on dialysis and then decided to go off of it. And then uh, she died, and then my dad took a turn for the worse in the hospital one night, and then he died. So it 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 was a pretty busy time frame. And all I know is that through it all, I just felt like I was a soldier. That was it. And I just marched myself through the whole ordeal and took care of everybody the best I could. And when it was all over... I didn't know what to do with myself for a few months. I just didn't know what to do. There was nothing left to do. My daughter had gone back down to Florida, back to her life. I had buried both my parents. And now what? So I had that feeling, and I don't even know how to describe it. It was, it was like, well, now do I fall apart? I mean, what happens to me now? What do I do now? How am I supposed to behave? What am I supposed to feel or think or do? And I was just at a loss for... I don't know how long I was. And then finally, I just kind of kicked myself out of it. I just got with friends and with people and uh, did what I needed to do, I guess, and just kind of walked walked my way through it. Um, And again, at that point, I knew that God had my back. There was never a doubt in my mind. God had my back all the way through this, all the way through what I'd been through, and all the way through the coming out of it, coming through the other side of it. I knew God had my back. So I didn't feel any sense of, anything other than I'm not really sure how I'm supposed to feel or even what I feel. And that was basically it. I just didn't know anything, and I let that be okay. I just decided to accept that, let that be okay, and just keep breathing in and breathing out. And that was all I was able to do. Anyway, guys, that's enough for me. So thank you for letting me share, and I am complete. Oh, Judy, that was something else. Thank you. Thank you,
0: you,
2: Judy. I love the mystery un- unfolding. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you.
6: Thank you. Yeah. Thank
2: you, Judy. Yeah. Thank you, Judy.
6: You said
0: the right thing. God had your back. And I think that's what we all fall back. You know, we know at some point, you know, in whatever we're going through. And that's what I had to keep reminding myself. I'm not alone. God has my back. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when we know God's greatest job, you know?
4: And well, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm leaning on. right. I'm sorry for interrupting. Carl. I was just going to say, that's what I'm no, leaning no. on right now. I mean, these mm-hmm. are not fun times for me, okay? Because sometimes my mind will kick in and I'll still get angry at my husband. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then I'll just say, okay, what are you really angry about, Judy? And then I'll start laughing and I'll say, you know, that's ridiculous. And then I'll just let it go. You know, I've always let him do whatever he wanted to do. So, I mean, <laughs> who am I to complain that he didn't? <laughs> You created your own monster. <laughs> I did. I did. Well, I decided when I, you know, when I met this man. It's almost 30 years now. You know, and when I met him and we decided that we were going to make a go at this, I told myself no matter what he does, no matter who he is, no matter what he says, does, thinks, feels, acts, out, whatever, it's going to be okay with me you know why I said to myself because I trust you Judy I trust myself Mm. and I'm still at that point where I do trust myself and he went ahead and did what he did and of course now I mean he's so full of remorse it's you know (laughs) whatever but the fact is that I don't care (laughs) you know that's the truth I didn't stop loving him I don't stop telling him I don't ever tell him what to do never have. you know and I'm not about to start now. I'm just letting him know that, you know, this is how I feel. Continue to do whatever you want to do. And that's just the way it is. So, you know, I'm still working my wife, Jella. I mean, I'm not one of those women that puts your foot down and says, you must, you have to, you know, kind of thing. I've just never been that way. But actually, that's not true. I was. <laughs> I was, but that never worked. So I decided to change that one. And I did. <laughs> In this marriage, I changed that. So, you know, again, who have I got to uh, Complain to about what's happening, Open. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you chose your
3: journey.
4: <laughs> you did. chose journey. Oh my God. I so did. I so did. And you know, and as I know, I created the whole damn thing. I know I did. I know mm-hmm. I did. I know I set the whole thing up. I know I created the whole thing. So who am I going to get angry at? You know myself? What for? For creating what I wanted to create so I could move myself through it for whatever reason or lesson I decided. I mean, I know this is a life thing. God knows I know this is a life thing. And I know that I am in the process of absolutely completing it just by my attitude and the way it's been. I'm just I'm oh. pleased to punch about that, i got to say. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, you know,
0: he tells us, embrace it all. Feel it all.
3: Feel I have. I have. Yeah. Good
0: and just it's just part of it you know
4: it's who you yeah. are and you know to take go forward with it embrace it all oh i still serve him supper on a tray with a smile and a kiss you know i mean i don't feel any kind of anger or resentment or i don't even feel the need for revenge with any kind. I mean, that honestly never entered my mind until just now when i just thought about it In revenge no i <laughs> what for who am i going to hurt just me and I'm not into hurting myself. There's no way that's going to happen.
2: Mm. No,
4: that's
1: self-love.
2: Yeah. But yeah.
4: What,
2: comes to, what comes to me is that phrase, you are not the boss of me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes, girl, go for it.
4: I love it. <laughs>
2: oh, that's so wonderful.
4: Yeah, exactly.
2: Uh, Exactly. If if I felt
4: he was the boss of me, I'd be screaming and ranting and raving. Oh my God, there wouldn't be, there'd be not not only peace in the neighborhood, there'd be no peace in this part of the world. (laughs) So, you know, I mean, when I get an anger on, trust me, folks, you don't want to see it.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Hurricane who?
3: Oh, uh, right.
2: <laughs> oh well, what can I say? <laughs> oh, thank, you, thank
4: you, thank you, thank you. Okay, I really am complete. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gloria, you want to chime in, Miss Gloria?
1: I'm <laughs> enjoy every part of that, and yeah, today I'm just listening. Thank you for the okay. invitation. <laughs>
2: Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Gloria.
4: Thanks, Gloria. We always love hearing from you. Yeah. Yes, we sure do, Gloria. What, what did you say?
1: I said we always saying. love
4: hearing from you. I'm
0: sorry, Paula. Go ahead. I'll mute. No, I was going to say it exactly what you said just repeat that we, you know, we appreciate every you being here and every time you share, so.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I'm just in my own, in my own universe, I
0: suppose. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's good, then you stay there and enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> well Gloria, everything went well with the first cataract surgery. Everything um, went well. Yeah, it's everything is fine. It's still um my my eye is still bothers the light. Even if oh, it's yeah. two weeks Really, yeah. And I Yeah I have to have a special reading glasses, and I'm okay. I just, I accept, that's what I want to say. I accept the situation, and I know the healing is is in the way, totally. That That's all, I can uh, uh, regret or anything, no. no I,
3: I'm okay.
0: Good. Thank you. Good. Good.
3: Thanks, Gloria. You're
0: coming up for this, Bill mentioned you're coming, doing the, the other, uh, this week, this coming week? What next week?
1: Yeah. Uh, <clears throat>
5: two
1: weeks from
0: now. Yeah,
4: two weeks. Oh, two weeks. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I had mine oh. been three weeks apart. Mine too. Yeah,
2: it was a dropsy, endless drops that got me.
3: Mm-hmm. I just
2: had the one yep. gun myself. Okay. Ah. <laughs> I still got the other one. <laughs> oh Good <laughs> luck. <laughs> nice. To see cool. The world. So, I'm so in no alright. rush to get it Isn't done. It? <laughs> I, you know, I
0: floored with how I saw the bright, the colors so more vivid. Mm. Everything was so bright and clear. Oh, my God, you don't realize that film. like you, It's like someone just took a film off your
4: eye. You, you, you. Well, they did. And but they did. Like, wow. <laughs> they did. Yes, they did. That's exactly it. <clears throat> yeah. I know that's what struck me first and foremost was the vividness of the colors. Oh, my God, everything. Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Yeah.
4: Yeah.
5: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Again, it's the cleaning of the clouds, the clearing of it's the busy. light. That's it. We yeah. see the light. <laughs> it may be intense, but it's along the way of healing.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Maybe we can just yep. see it in that in that manner and accept it. Grateful um, mm-hmm. to hear of so many who have had the process, and mm-hmm. watching how Gloria is is working through this, and. Um, we're moving forward. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. And you know, um, after all, um, <clears throat> I have a third eye. That third eye is not going to have any clouds, any cataracts, or anything, because my third <laughs> eye I, <know>. I, <laughs> I contact direct with it with God. So <laughs> yes, I have the third eye. <laughs> Yep.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, you, know I, you, know, you know how much I cherish wearing my blindfold every day. Take all the light oh. out and have me in complete darkness. I truly am blessed by the idea that I can shed out the world, go into the stillness and quietness, and realize the depth of beingness. Mm. Instead of being distracted by everything around me. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Thank you. I appreciate my my non-sight as well as the sight. Thank you.
5: Wow. Amen, Charles. Yeah. yeah. Amen. I call
4: that my black bag.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I have
4: a black bag that I put over my head when I meditate. Mm. Yes. Yes. Please don't laugh. I mean, most people do laugh about that, but it's a very real thing, and it blocks everything out. It's perfect. It really we gets me s- into a deeper state of meditation when I block off my eyesight completely and put earplugs in. Then there's nothing but the inner self, nothing but.
2: And it I is. Go, go ahead.
3: I'm so
2: sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is my. Don't please.
4: Don't
2: be. How many times have I done it to you? <laughs> well, I just thinking, I'm outside on the picnic bench I have my headphones on. Okay, they're they're sound they're soundproof, so I don't hear anything. I have my blinders on, I have my things on, I have music and I'm all of a sudden I'm just moving away and I lift my blinders up and people are laughing their blue heads off. Here's this old guy in the picnic bench dancing with a black on and the headphones on. <laughs> he he doesn't care if the whole world sees him. <laughs> He's just nope. zoning out with this wonderful experience, and everybody's just laughing their fool head off at me. I love it. <laughs> Anyways, that's, I don't do it in private. Sometimes I'll do it in public. <laughs>
3: ah, okay. Charles, where do you live? Where do you live,
2: Charles? Belleville, Bel- 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 Ontario. Oh.
4: Belleville, Canada. Ontario? I know Canada, exactly yeah. where Belleville is. I grew up in Toronto.
2: Oh, yeah. I grew up in Toronto as well, yeah. You're mm. kidding me. What part of the city did
4: you grow up in?
2: Willowdale, then North York.
4: Oh, my God. Um, I live, lived in North York. Ah.
2: Uh, wow. I was Willowdale before it became North York. So. Yeah. That's when it, <sighs> that's when it was oh a my suburb. God.
4: Mm, oh, I remember when it was a suburb. Ah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Miguel,
1: is there anything you'd like to
0: contribute to our conversation tonight? A sharing? A dialogue?
5: No, thank you, Paula. Uh, Thank you for all the laughter. That's what it's all about,
0: Miguel.
4: Laughing. Oh, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, after nine, we can choose to read a little bit, or we can choose to say good night. I'll leave it up to you guys.
2: I don't mind reading a bit more.
5: Yeah, I'm on board. I would, I would like that as well.
6: Okay. So we'll start from the top.
0: One, two, three, yeah. Okay, then. So so Judy's going to start with 21. And we'll probably finish.
1: Oh, yeah, we might as well finish the chapter. Yeah, very good. Good idea. Okay.
4: Take it away, Judy. Okay. (laughs) Okay. As was already stated, the first opportunities for you to learn the art of thought will be provided through what we have called the re-experiencing of memory. These are opportunities to re-experience the lessons your life has brought to you. You will experience the same lessons in the same way rather than in a new way. If you meet these experiences again with the attitude of interpreting them rather than responding to them, they do not require interpretation but response. Response was what was required in the first place, and your inability to respond need not be repeated. <laughs> I love it. You are being revisited with these lessons expressly for the purpose of not repeating your former reaction or interpretation of them. You are being revisited with these lessons so that you may apply to them the art of thought rather than the thinking of the eagle mind. The artist's thought will reveal the truth to you. The thinking of the ego mind would simply reinterpret the meaning you previously gave to these lessons.
2: Mm. Thank you. Thank you, Judy. This is a sticking distinction for you. This is a sticky distinction for you are used, for you are used to, to congratulating yourself on the maturity rather required to interpret previous lessons, to form a new opinion about something gives you a feeling of open-mindedness and growth. Lay aside your desire for reasons for self-congratulations in favor of self-revelations. Oh, thank you. The saying... Quote, the truth shall be revealed to you, unquote, is the same as saying, quote, Your true divine self shall be revealed to you, unquote. Thank you. Yvonne?
6: Yeah, thank you. Read, Revelation. Read, 20,
0: read okay. 23 and
6: 24. Okay. Revelation is a proper description of the mode by which the art of thought teaches. And helps you learn. It is not through study, effort, or reinterpretation, but through revelation. Revelation is direct communication with God, in the sense that it is direct communication from a true self you have known not. True self that is one with the Creator. You get past. Mana.
0: Okay. We must backtrack a little here to give the same exposition, exposition that we did in regard to miracles, in regard to revelation. By asking you to choose a miracle, you were provided a means through which your fears became clear to you. There are a few of you who would deny these fears. Fewer still are unafraid of miracles and eager to embrace them. As you may have surmised, we are getting at the final fears here. Those most deeply buried and kept in secret from you. Some of you who would count yourself less fearful are those of you whose fears are most deeply buried. So whether you count yourself among the fearful or not, please continue to give me your attention just a while longer as we uncover all that would still hold you back. Reverend Bill?
5: As was said, within A Course of Love... All fear is doubt about yourself. Now we must expand upon this thought for doubt about your true self is doubt about God. While God is nothing but the source of love, you have in your doubt made of God the source of fear. Pause a moment here And let the enormity of this confusion sink in. For this is the reversal in thinking that will pave the way for all the rest. Because of this confusion, you have responded to creation with fear. Is it no wonder a new response is asked of you?
0: Gloria, are you up to reading?
1: Yes. <clears throat> in the transition of the Bible and many other religious texts, the world or idea of Oh has been confused with the world of idea of fear. A curse and miracles told you that Oh, as the providence of God, and not to miracles for <clears throat> any other things or being. I bring up this point to assure you that this confusion is nothing new, but a confusion so deeply ingrained in you that it has become an aspect of your self as human being. From time immemorial, fear has been associated with God. This was the thinking I came to reverse while i succeed in revealing a god's love this revelation has not been reconciled with you experiencing here this is what we will now seek to do by putting an end to fears and ushering in with this ending the beginning of a time of miracles hallelujah
4: Hallelujah, hallelujah
0: Just beautiful Mm. Wow Mm. Boy You know, I love how he said about the re-experiencing Looking back at the past And trying to reinterpret it Rather than just let it go Know that whatever was, was And live in the Mm -hmm. moment You'll experience the same lessons in the same way rather than a new way. If you meet these experiences again, and we will, I know I do, it may be different shape, form, or individual, but the same inner feelings come up. Again, with the attitude of interpreting them them, rather than responding to them. He knows us so well. He knows us. And he gently takes us through all these human feelings. He tells us, but it's okay. I'm just giving you the, telling you this is what you should be doing now. Make your life more simple, more loving. Love yourself more. Understand yourself and realize the true self. He says it in so many ways. Wow. Where we read the rest of this revelation is a direct communication with God, in the sense that it is direct communication with a true self you have not known. The true self is the one. Is that is the one with the Creator? Ah, thank you, thank you, thank you, wow. thank you. You know, I would. Uh, this is Lannister. What I um. Noticed one of the things I noticed it was a lovely reading was and we were talking about this I think it was Monday night the confusion of the words awe and fear and I um and Charles or Paul you might remember more than better than I was but it, someone was sharing about the translations of the Bible um mm-hmm. were fearful of the Old Testament I mean of the Old Testament stories were so filled with fear um, but it was in the translation they couldn't translate the word awe so they used a fearful connotation of the word uh, awe and so so many times you know the fear of God was mistranslated as the awe of God um, and I think until the present day, we're still confusing that, you know, the the fear of the Lord <laughs> and all this, all those um, you know commandments and 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 words to, to us, the rules, and uh, that we had to fear the Lord to put the fear of God into her or him, <laughs> and, you know. And it was it was such a waste. <clears throat> Of of time mainly because we could have had all that time in just um, being uh, beholding the magnificence and the pure loving awe that was God, and um, so anyhow, when we when I read that, it reminded me of um, what we shared about Monday night. I'm
5: complete. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lana. Oh man, thank you. Me too. Because that was Tuesday night with Chris, with Chris's group.
0: Oh, was it Chris? Okay, it was Tuesday night. Okay, thank you, Reverend Bill. I'm telling you, my memory (laughs) sucks. You know, I I just, um, especially short-term memory, I think I just let my thoughts go in and out of my mind so quickly now. I don't grab hold on any of them, but unfortunately, everything goes out. In and out, you know. Well, anyway, thank you, Bill. You're right. That's
5: what
3: you know, yeah. you know and thank, right
0: maybe,
5: you know, and, and Lana, I'll say too, that I was thinking of that as well as we were coming across this in this paragraph and I was saying, Do we want to bring this up again? <laughs> I guess
0: we do. Yeah, I guess we did. It was need to yeah. be, it was there was a need to say it again. And remember. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure glad you're in other groups with me, Reverend Bell, so you can help me with my memory.
5: Oh, <laughs> uh, thank, thank you, Lana. I did thank you. Mayor <laughs> Koppel. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. 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 Uh,
4: can I share something I just noticed?
3: <clears throat> sure. Yes.
4: Okay. In four twenty one. <laughs> It, what
0: let's all mute if we're not talking because there's a lot of background noise. Okay?
4: Go ahead, Judy. Okay. I noticed in 421, um, about halfway through it, talked about uh, what we have called the re-experiencing of memory. These are opportunities to re-experience the lessons your life has brought to you and re-experience in, in a new way. In other words, re-experiencing and using the art of thought rather than the, the ego the ego thinking. And I recall that when we first started in this treatise, Chapter 3, The Call to the Miracle, in the very first um, paragraph of Chapter 3, Call to the Miracle, that same suggestion was made. And I remember that I highlighted it, and I just brought this back now. And I, I highlighted it, and I bookmarked the page, so that, Because I, I knew that what I wanted to do was I wanted to go back and just sit down upstairs in, in the back room in my little meditation room. And I just wanted to sit there and remember all the experiences that shaped my life. And then absolutely and actually re-experience each one of them using the art of thought. In other words, it's an opportunity for me to absolutely do something. You know, it's not just a lovely idea that maybe I might put into practice or maybe I won't put into practice because the fear is too great to go back and and re-remember some of those things. This is something that I actually wanted to do because I bookmarked it and I highlighted it and I had every intention of doing it right back when we first started reading Chapter 3. And to this day, I haven't done it. So what I'm sharing is that I want to do it. And so um, I am going to make a commitment to myself that this week I'm going to forget about all the other stupid little distractions that I can manage to distract myself with during the day and actually do it. So I just wanted to put that out there because I know that when I put something out there, it kind of, um, not goads me, but it kind of helps me push myself a little bit more rather than, you know, going off and eating ice cream or doing something else equally is ridiculous, that I actually go into my room, sit still quietly for an hour or so, and just re-experience maybe just one event um, or two or three events, whatever. I know that when I did it the first time and I had that um, amazing experience about being in uterus, that was, you know, I've just kind of been riding that one for the last, I don't know how many weeks. But I want to get back to it and I really want to go through it because I'm, I'm interested. and really interested in getting to know the truth of me in a very real way. And I think that this might be a good idea and it might be something really worthwhile and very useful for me to do. So I just wanted to put that out there. Um, I don't know, maybe in the back of my mind I'm thinking you guys can be my conscience. <laughs> um, you know, and say, well, did you do it? And, you know, of course it's going to motivate me a heck of a lot more than if I would just kind of kept it to myself and then continue to do nothing. So by putting it out there, it might motivate me just a little bit more to actually do something that I know that I truly do want to do, even though I keep putting it off and putting it off. So ah, that's it. I'm will do it. Thank you for letting you'll me do share that. Yeah, Judy, you'll do Can it
2: I when you're ready to do it. Can I know, and I think I've, I've been
4: ready. Yeah. Judy, sure.
2: if I may. Yes. Judy, um, Judy, go ahead, Charles. go ahead,
1: Charles. No, go ahead okay.
2: Charles. Thank you. What I've realized, and what you're saying now, and what's so important with this group, is the spoken word, the spoken word, when we speak our word into space, is much, much more powerful than the words we think about inside ourselves. True. When we're engaged in reading something on our own, by ourselves, if we speak while we're reading, into words, into space that generates a greater resilience in the response to those words. And I thought I'd share that with you. Sometimes we hold in quiet our response and we don't put them into words, into vocal words where the response can be put out into the spaces around us for the response to them. And I felt very strongly within me when you were sharing that uh, the reason why we love coming here into this space is to put our feelings vocally into the space so that we would more visibly experience the response from that. Thank you. I'm Absolutely. complete. Thank
4: you, Charles. Absolutely right on. 100% correct. That's exactly my, that was exactly my intent even though I may not have expressed it exactly like that, that was it. Thank you. (laughs) You're right.
2: Oh, man, thank you. (laughs) You know, uh,
5: so Judy, what I was going to say is I appreciate your openness and your your going in the direction of what you plan to do or what you're looking at doing going forward. Um, In my experience over the last 30 years, I've watched events come up to be reinterpreted on their own at their perfect time, such that yeah. I can be doing this in a, in a peaceful place, in a, in a state when when, when it just works, it, it just lightens it up immediately and the the other thing that I just wanted to say to what Charles just yeah. said, well, Paula, yeah. do you remember do you remember our our meeting earlier today? In another Uh in another session, we spoke. We we uh, one of our blessed sisters said, "If you got if you want prayers for someone, speak them out loud. Speak Uh them out into the universe. Speak them out Uh and share them in that manner." Thank you, Charles.
3: Yeah. Thank, oh, you, thank, thank you, Bill. And thank you,
0: Bill. Thank you, Charles. Bill. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah.
3: Yay. Yeah. All right. Thank you, <laughs> Uh This
0: is, I just wanted to share really quickly, kind of tag on uh, to what Bill was uh, pointing to. You know, the Holy Spirit, um, His function is to bring up everything that's unhealed. In fact, you know, most of the things that we misinterpret. As trials and challenging challenges are actually Holy Spirit bringing to the surface of the mind something again to be looked at again and to be uh, viewed differently and forgiven and um, you know I remember oh a time I I was play, praying for scarce because I had a belief in scarcity and I kept praying and I said to Jesus. I keep praying for help with scarcity, and all you do is keep me for keep and all I do is keep experiencing scarcity and The reason that was so was because I wasn't looking at it as an opportunity for healing; I was looking at it as failure within myself um and you know instead of seeing it as an opportunity to to choose differently, I saw it as um a judgment against myself. So anything that needs to be healed will be brought up for healing. That's the Holy Spirit's function, and I agree with with Bill. And and that's done that way, so you can rest in peace. And mm-hmm. um and and if you consider mm-hmm. it, and everything that you will judge as a memory that needs to be hit mis- that needs to be healed. I mean, I'm never in a position to judge what anything means. (laughs) Boy, my experience over the decades has sure shown me that. But I am in the experience to ask for the truth. You know, I am in, 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 in the position to ask for the truth. What is the truth of this? And whatever shows up in my awareness is an opportunity. I say they're either lessons or blessings, and I call them bluffins. All of them bluffins, <laughs> because either way, I can greet them with gratitude and self, instead of self condemnation. You know, so um, so you stay in peace. I would ask you not to judge yourself or any memory mm-hmm. you have. You know, just enjoy the ride and allow Holy Spirit to bring that stuff up. But, you know, if your guidance is to sit with the Holy Spirit and say out loud whatever you want to, I mean, you're saying it out loud here, invited, invited us all to be with you in, a, the, in its accomplishment. So when the hell storm starts showing up,
3: <laughs> you know, don't greet it as a
0: hell it's all those memories you asked for to come up to be yeah. reinterpreted <laughs> just want to give you a heads up on that
4: <laughs> oh I, yeah.
0: yes,
2: i'd i like and to share that amen.
4: amen amen,
2: amen. amen. Those and those i
4: just want to say charles bill lana i absolutely love appreciate i adore you for what you just shared Honest to God. And as you were sharing, both Bill and Lana, it occurred to me that, yes, that's exactly what's been happening the past six months. Yeah.
0: And I've, we've yeah. heard it in you. You have shared so many times.
4: So, yeah, and I guess are. sometimes I'm, I get a little hard on myself thinking that I should be, not no. better, but I, somehow I should, I have to know that I'm completely healed. And you for the are. most part, like I say, I have been completely peaceful, I'm not angry. I'm not anything. I'm just absolutely calm, and I feel very lighthearted all the time. I don't have anything that's dragging me down. I don't have any memories. I don't have any issues, you know, from what's been going on for the last year and a half. Nothing. It's just been, I'm I'm just absolutely so okay with everything. So maybe that's what I have been doing. Yeah, just, and you I am know enjoying this week, some... and it's not, like I'm trying, it's not like I'm trying to look for anything. I guess what I'm trying to do for myself is I'm trying to be certain that I haven't left any stone unturned. I just want to be certain that I'm not can ignoring anything. Can I say anything.
0: something, Mona, You don't have to seek. If a stone is unturned, you will know it. It'll come up <laughs> in another way. You well With different you're characters, right. under different <laughs> circumstances, but it'll be the you're same Thing. it'll come yeah it is you're right you're, right. It'll yeah. right. Come. you're all right yeah, if I could share the paradox
2: if I can share on the yeah. paradox there because <laughs> yeah. the voice the, the voice which you desire into the others the ego loves mm-hmm. cleverness um,
5: mm-hmm.
2: and sometimes we'll use cleverness to see if we can talk our way out of a situation yep.
5: um,
2: where the Holy Spirit speaks speaks to the stillness and quietness and Mm -hmm. a heartfelt way of being. And because of our anxiousness, we tend to want to resolve it without seeking heart guidance, heartfelt sense of stillness and calmness. Then from there, the words come up for us to speak out into the others from that place Within that still calmness of heartfelt centeredness, the words rise for us to speak out into the others. But while we're feeling anxious and uncertain, when we start speaking those words out, then they will represent the feelings that we're having in the moment. So I thought I'd share the paradox with that as well. Thank you. Yeah, thank you.
0: And I appreciate that. And I really have to say good night. It's 930 on the East Coast. Oh,
4: my goodness.
3: Amen <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Okay. I'll I know.
5: And it's been a tough <laughs> week, amidst, though. Oh, I
3: amidst to all this, see.
5: recognize how you're feeling right now. Recognize oh. the energy that you're feeling right now. And thank all you right. for bringing this. Thank you for this dialogue. KMS. Thank you, yes, Amen. Paula. Thank, thank and you, thank you, you thank
0: you. A great one. Thank you, Paula. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, everybody. Thank you. See you around love the circle. Love you all. Thank you. I love you, you guys. Love you. I, love you. I love you. God bless everyone. Good night all. Okay. Good night. God bless you.
5: Good night. Good night. Good night. Bye all.